0: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the
1: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
0: I won't let my body outweigh,
3: outweigh everything that I'm made of. Won't spend my life trying to change. I'm learning to love who I am, I am strong, I feel free. I know every part of me is beautiful, and I will always outweigh. If you feel it, put your hands in the air, show some love to the mirror while you're there. Let's take it one day at a time, cause you and I outweigh. Happy Saturday Outway. I'm Leanne Ellington, and we are back to continue our conversation from last week. And I believe it's so flipping important because no one is really talking about it. And I can't even begin to tell you how many women I talk to that want to stop dieting or being on that obsession bandwagon, but they don't know how, or they don't know what that even looks like because it's all they've ever known. So this idea of food freedom or not being on some sort of diet is not only foreign to them, but it's actually pretty scary, right? Because it's all their brain has known. You know, if if all your brain has known is what it's like to count and measure and restrict and control, or, you know, the opposite, bouncing to the, to the opposite end of the spectrum and ending up in an uncontrollable cycle of mindless eating or emotional eating or stress eating or binge eating, you name it, right? And of course, that just equals the same thing, feeling super out of control, okay? But again, not being on something scares them because when they're not on, they're totally off and and, you know you can imagine the vicious cycle, the downward spiral. So we're here to address that. We're here to peel back the curtain and talk about what this really looks like. And because this topic truly is multifaceted, I broke it up into two parts where last week we really honed in on the mindset and the heart set and the brain set shifts that need to happen to make what I'm going to share even possible. So if you miss part one of this, then definitely go back and listen to that because it will not only connect a lot of thoughts, but it will really position you to be able to receive what I'm about to share today, which is five crystal clear steps of what that actually looks like, really, to stop, you know, dieting or the short-term band-aid mentality and not go off some sort of proverbial deep end and how to do that. So we're going to dive right in, starting with step number one. First, you have to acknowledge that it's a problem. And so here's the reality, no woman takes the time, the effort, the energy to solve a problem that she doesn't even acknowledge or admit that she has, okay? And no one gets the help that they need if they don't even know that they have a problem. And that's where shame comes into, right? Because shame causes us to feel broken or messed up or ashamed that this is just who we are, this is what we do, right? Or we should know better, right? But I'm here to invite you to just simply relinquish that shame and just acknowledge that you learned what I learned and the world is throwing more of the whole diet mentality at you. And so it makes sense that you learned it. And let's just have love and compassion instead of that shame. And and let's focus all that energy on healing. So if you do struggle with any type of overeating, whether that's generally, whether that's you know binge eating, stress eating, mindless eating, emotional eating, or maybe you're always thinking about food like the opposite, like what not to eat, or you're you know going towards the orthorexia side of it, or maybe you're on the side of it where you're not eating a lot, so you're daydreaming about food because you're starving or you're obsessing over it because you're counting or tracking it, or, or maybe it's just about judging yourself before or during or after you eat it, right? If, if in any way, shape or form, it feels like food controls you more than you control it. Or if you're always thinking about food or your weight or your body, and, you know, some days it feels like a mild obsession. If you feel stuck on that on-again, off-again, black, white, all-or-nothing results roller coaster, you know, whether that's with food, whether that's with your body, maybe you feel like you're a knee-jerk reaction away from being pint-deep in a tub of Ben & Jerry's or caught up in a Netflix binge. You know, we all have our own drug, right? But bottom line, if your relationship with food is costing you your health or your your happiness or just your sanity, then I mean this with so much love, but this is a really big problem. And in order to heal it, you've got to identify that it is a really big problem and we talked about this before about making sure you don't keep it a secret from yourself, but again, also being crystal clear on what the problem is and what it isn't, right? And it's not a food problem and it's not a diet problem and it's not a willpower problem, it's a mind and brain and self-image thing, right? And the problem is living inside of the paradigm that you're living in and the goggles that you're seeing yourself through and making those decisions with, okay? And if you are listening to this podcast, it's probably gotten to that point where it feels like it's taking over your life, right? And so if you are obsessing about food or obsessing about what you're gonna wear, or maybe it shows up like you're not present in your life or you feel like you're missing out on your life or or just, you know, I know for me, I felt like I was showing up as a shrunken version of myself, right? Like I was hiding, hiding what I truly wanted and who I wanted, I knew I was deep down inside, right? Like I knew deep down I was confident and powerful, but I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin, And so if you are anywhere in those categories, that area, if this is resonating with you, just remember the solution to this will never come from dieting, okay? And so I really want to repeat that. I really want you to hear this. That will never come from dieting, okay? It has to come from a shift in your head and your heart and your brain. It has to. And that's why in order to heal that, you have to acknowledge that this is a really big problem. And and again, shame is the big thing that keeps us from acknowledging it. But regardless, that is the first step. So step number two is you have got to commit to healing it, all right? Notice I didn't say go on a diet or commit to losing weight, right? You have to commit to healing. And most women that I talk to, they've actually never committed to healing it. It's always been about the food, always been about the weight, always been about their body. And so disordered eating and the self-image and body image that comes alongside it, I've talked about this before, it really is like a cancer, right? You have got to cut it out. It does doesn't go away on its own. It doesn't heal itself. Trust me. I wish it did, right? But in fact, it gets worse. It festers if you don't address it, and that's why you must commit to healing it. Not just behind, you know, hiding behind the weight loss stuff anymore. You've got to commit to transforming the way that you think. And this is also where it's really important to say that you can't do this alone. Like if you could have done it by now, you would have. You can't do it with the brain that you that created the problem, right? And I've seen so many women try to heal this with the brain that created the problem. And if you spent years trying to heal this on your own and it hasn't been working, this is why, right? You've got to see things through a new lens. It's not the kind of thing that you can just magically like all of a sudden see one day like and and it's not something you can solve with information alone because the solution lives in your blind spot, right? You can't solve a problem with the same brain that created that. And so once you've committed to healing the real problem, then you're ready for step number three, which is you've got to treat it like a skill or like a new language, okay? And so if you're anything like me or like the clients I work with, you probably learned that whole, you know, eat less, move more diet mentality. And it's become kind of like the language that you're now fluent in, right? And it's this language that once you learn to speak it, you see your entire... Your life through those goggles. Okay. And that's why the idea of not being on a diet seems so foreign and scary. And so in terms of healing this, you've got to look at it like it's learning a new language, okay? You've been metaphorically speaking Spanish your whole life or, or however long you've been on the diet mentality. And when you think about it, the diet mentality is its own language, right? Eat less, move more, calories in, calories out, just have more willpower, more motivation. And it's really a language of restriction and deprivation and punishment and, and unfortunately shame, okay? And yeah, we learn to speak shame as our fluent language and it becomes the emotional home that we we end up living in. So that's why I'm saying you've got to go rewire your brain and learn a new language. And so the way I describe it, like if you've been, you know, going with this Spanish-French metaphor, if you've been speaking Spanish, aka the, the diet extremism mentality, for however long you've been speaking it, your brain doesn't know French. It doesn't have a program for French, okay? But once you start learning French or teaching your brain French, your brain will lay down a map for French or a series of maps for French. But also the more recent. That your brain has for French, like the more recently you practice it, the more consistency, recency, not necessarily intensity, just consistency, the foggier Spanish is going to get if you don't go practice it. And that's how I exactly how I describe the language of stressless eating or the, the language of food freedom. So it's like, yeah, you, you do have to take the time and learn the language one time, you know, and invest that time and energy and, and heart and soul one time t- to learn the language for the rest of your life. But it's a language that gets easier the more you practice it and you get better at it the more you practice it so that you can practice it less and less and it just becomes who you are versus dieting, which gets harder the more you practice it. You get worse at it the more you practice it, and it never becomes who you are. So once you look at it through those goggles of learning a new language and obviously not practicing the old, then and only then are you ready for step number four, which is you have got to ditch the short-term gratification trap of short-term weight loss.
4: So I love traveling and coming home to my bed because it's comfy and familiar. I love crawling into it. Well, what if you could take your bed on the road with you so that way you got good night's sleep while you're on a trip? And it's not your entire bed, but at least your bedding, which is the best part. Let me introduce you to Cozy Earth's Luxurious Bedding now cozy earth is travel friendly and hassle free and the bedding comes in these adorable totes which makes it really easy for you to take it on trips with you they also have really amazing loungewear so if you're on a long flight you can stay cool and comfy with cozy earth's temperature regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew and it'll add a touch of style to your travel ensemble as well so whether you're exploring stuff near or far take a little bit of home with you. Cozy Earth has everything you need to turn every moment into pure bliss. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Outway at checkout to get 35% off. And let them know that we sent you after you check out.
3: of short-term weight loss and start prioritizing long-term health. And as you're learning, if you listen to this podcast, when I say health, it's mental, it's emotional, it's physical, it's spiritual, it's social, it's all of it, right? Prioritizing that, your health, over just like short-term weight loss or, or a number or whatever it is for you, right? And so this is where really you have to shift your thinking, okay? And so one of the first questions I ask a woman to know if they're ready to heal their struggles forever versus just put a short-term Band-Aid on the problem because you've got to be ready to do this. It's not something that, it, my one of my favorite lines in Eat, Pray, Love is she's like, Liz, uh, having a baby is like getting a tattoo on your forehead. You need to be ready. You need to be committed, right? And so that's uh, this work too. But that being said, you know, one of the questions I see see if to see if they are ready is like okay what's your biggest priority right now is it losing weight right now at the expense of losing it gaining it losing it gaining it in the future just to have that you know weight loss right now or is it a bigger priority for you to take the time right now to heal this for good so that you never have to deal with this again and you could be done with this now and forever and there's no judgment either way. There's no right or wrong answer, but it's a very important question to know the answer to. And and that's why I ask it, because moving in the direction of more of the weight loss mentality or leading with that, it's gonna give you more of the same, right? It is that short-term gratification trap, but it's always gonna have that bounce back effect that follows, right? Where, yeah, you have the results for a little while, but unfortunately you have to give them back, right? So you really have to shift your thinking where this is not just about who you wanna be six weeks from now, okay? This is about who do you wanna be a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, like what kind of woman do you wanna be, right? What kind of friend or mother or sister or wife, all the roles you play, who do you want to show up as in your life? But before you even ask that, what kind of partner do you wanna be to yourself? What kind of partner do you wanna be to yourself? Because you have to be the one living with you, and so really it's about shifting from that short-term gratification trap, and, and that's what strictly focusing on weight loss is, right, to really taking on this mindset of, again, I'm going to learn the language one time, but it's going to serve me for the rest of my life, and this is a long-term forever conversation, okay? And again, I know it's not as sexy as lose 20 pounds in 20 minutes, but it's the conversation that you must enter into if you really want your freedom, And that brings us into step number five, and that is you have to create your own recipe. So back when I was at the height of my struggles, I was dying for someone to just tell me what to do, like tell me what to eat, tell me who to be, right? But that was a big part of the problem because I can't tell you what your food freedom and body freedom and confidence and happiness recipe is, okay? You have to discover it. I can give you the system and the framework but we must individualize it for you if you want it to work for you. No one can give you a cookie cutter, one size fits all recipe. And that's why if someone is trying to tell you exactly what to eat or what to do to get food freedom, I would invite you to run far and run fast because not only will you not be able to do that forever, but your brain will never discover what freedom feels like for you. And you'll never truly rewire your brain. And I get it, ladies. No one is talking about this kind of stuff, right? Everyone is throwing another macro counting or carb counting or fasting or food-based or weight loss chasing approach at a deeper problem. But if there's one mistake I made that I wish I had figured out sooner, it would be thinking that this would, air quotes, you know, fix itself, or that I would, air quotes, outgrow it as I got older, or if someone just gave me, I'm air quoting all over the place, but gave me this perfect air quotes plan, right? So again, totally guilty of this. Right when I was at the depths of my struggle, I kept telling myself, like, Leanne, maybe you'll just outgrow it. Like, maybe with age, I'll I'll gain wisdom and discipline and conquer this. Or, you know, the biggest lie of all, I thought maybe if I can finally hit my goal weight, then all of this will become a non issue. But that was completely wrong, that was the lie, right? And so, if you really want to unlearn years or decades of this mentality of the disorder of a really self critical self image, or maybe it's all of the above, right? If you you truly want to heal this, you need a sustainable framework in place, and it's got to be for you. It can't be a cookie cutter, one size fits all, and your brain needs a new language to speak like we talked about, right? That's the missing piece. And yeah, wisdom and discernment are a part of it, right? But if knowledge and wisdom alone were enough, this this would have been solved a long time ago. And again, this is not about making you feel bad or embarrassed or anything like that. It's just showing you the possibility of what can happen when you learn and implement A healing framework that actually reprograms your brain. And as you're learning, dieting will never do that because it's the same framework, right? It's just a different set of input. And it does the opposite of rewire your brain. It actually ingrains it for the same results you've gotten before. And if it's in that direction of disorder or control or feeling like you're living in an absolute prison, I strongly encourage you to stop feeding that same framework and and the same programming. Because you have, you've been taught an incomplete math formula that makes, you know, losing weight or getting healthier, you know, whatever people call it nowadays, we all have our own, there's so much, you know, words are very powerful indicators. So I try to, you know, keep it open to whatever words you're using, but bottom line, that short-term equation, and we think it's just this eat less, move more equation. And it's convinced you that there is something wrong with you when it inevitably doesn't work. But I'm telling you, that is not true. You are probably, just like I was, addressing the wrong problem. And again, don't feel bad. I did that for decades, okay? But let's look at what the real problem is that needs to be solved, okay? And that is the wiring in your brain. The brain that got fired and wired to always think about food and try to control yourself around food or feel out of control of food. Maybe your brain got fired and wired to let your scale weight or your gene size or a calorie count dictate your self-esteem for that day, okay? Maybe your brain practiced a skewed mindset about what's healthy or unhealthy, good or bad, right? Or maybe your brain, just like mine did, learned to do anything it needed to do to make that scale move a few pounds, even if it meant sacrificing your health or your happiness, But when you heal the self-image and you heal the identity and you just become the version of yourself that thinks that way, everything changes, okay? That's when you can heal from the disorder End the dieting madness and stop playing an unwinnable game. And that's when you can learn a new language and a new framework so that food doesn't own you or define you or control you. Okay, and that's when you can just learn it once. Like You do have to put in the work to learn it once, but then you get to have it forever. And you can finally invest the time, the energy, the heart and soul once and simply bring it with you everywhere you go and have it for the rest of your life. But again, I mean it with so much love. This won't ever happen with a diet. It won't happen with an exercise plan. You've got to rewire your brain and self-image and heal the real problem and, you know, reverse that brain damage of chronic dieting that we talked about. So now I'll turn it over to you before we end. You know, what would happen if you simply gave yourself permission to ditch the dieting, the restricting, the weighing, the measuring, and really taught your brain the patterns and recipe for freedom? What would happen if you stopped hating on yourself and shaming your body or focusing on what you don't love about it, at least, and focus that time and energy on healing and rewiring your brain? And what would happen if you ditched the unhealthy obsession with food or your weight and started healthfully obsessing over your brain, right? And what would happen if you stopped believing that dieting was the solution to get you there, And that it's something that you even wanted to get better at, like that dieting was something you wanted to get better at, especially if that whole diet mentality has only led you to frustration and stress and self-doubt. I know it's definitely not easy if you've been living the opposite, you know, day in, day out for as long as you can remember. But it's something I definitely invite you to try on. Okay, remember that struggling side of it. Yeah, it's inevitable. You're going to struggle. Right. But the suffering is optional. And so I say choose freedom. Right. Set yourself free. And trust me when I say you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. So that is it for today, Atway. I truly hope you got whatever you needed to hear and that this just opened your eyes to something that you weren't seeing yet. And if you wanna learn more about how to turn off the part of your brain that's obsessed with food or obsessed with your weight and really rewire your own brain for peace and freedom, then head on over to stresslesseating.com and sign up to watch the Stressless Eating Sneak Preview where I've literally peeled back the curtain and walked you through the exact strategy I <laughs> mean, I teach my own clients to heal themselves from the all-or-nothing diet mentality for good, but without restricting themselves, punishing their bodies, and definitely without ever having to use words like macros, low-carb, or calorie burn. It is over there for you to access over at stresslesseating.com. And if you like Outweigh, I actually have another podcast here on iHeart where I talk about all of this self-image and body image stuff, but from the perspective of where brain science intersects faith, It is called What's God Got to Do With It? And you can access it here on iHeart or wherever you get your podcasts. So that is it for today. I am Lee Ann Ellington signing out, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.